Today is the ninth day of September. Welcome to Psalms Cast. I am Denise. What a pleasure to push the pause button from the continual challenges of living to come, simply come into the calming, restorative presence of the Lord. We have crossed into the back half of this week, and I'm not sure about you, but I do need assurances that the eternal true God is aware of what is happening and that he will use all of this painful stuff for his eternal plan and purpose. With that in mind, let's depart into the scriptures. Today we will navigate through Psalm 9, Psalm 39, Psalm 69, Psalm 99, and Psalm 129. We're reading from the voice translation of the Bible. Let's take just a brief moment to invite the Lord to be the focus of this time and also to be our guide. Father in heaven, we come humbly into your presence right now, desiring to draw near to you. Lord, you know our situations. You know how desperate we are for comfort, for direction, for wisdom, because life's journey is challenging. But we know that you are hearing our prayers as we cry out to you, And you are generously offering us your mercy, your grace, and your love in abundance for those of us who choose to be with you. As we journey today into your living words, spark joy inside us and infuse us with your peace, a peace that passes human understanding. We open our minds and we are opening our hearts to you with the desire that your Holy Spirit will work within us, transforming us from the inside out. Lead, guide, and illuminate as we journey through this day. Before we dive in to Psalm 9, our first psalm of the day, here's a little bit of background. In the Hebrew manuscripts, Psalm 9 and Psalm 10 work as a unit because together they form an acrostic poem, meaning each stanza begins with a successive letter of the Hebrew alphabet. This literary device has several functions. First, it provides a mnemonic device for easier memorization. Second, it is inherently beautiful. The rigid structure is a showcase for the author's literary talents, and finally it conveys the idea of completion by describing the reasons God is to be praised from A to Z. Psalm 9 offers David's thanks and praise to God for defeating his enemies. Psalm 10, on the other hand, is a lament complaining that God is far off while the poor and helpless suffer. Psalm 9, a song of David. All my heart gives thanks to you, Eternal One. I will tell others about your amazing works. I will be glad and celebrate you. I will praise you, O Most High. When my adversaries turned and fled, they fell and died right in front of you. For you supported my just cause. From your throne, you have judged wisely. You confronted the nations. You have destroyed the wicked. You have erased their names from history. The enemy is finished. Their time is up. Their cities will lie in ruin forever. All memory of them is gone. Still, 
the eternal remains and will reign forever. He has taken his place on his throne for judgment, so he will judge the world rightly. He shall execute that judgment equally on all people. For the eternal will be a shelter for those who know misery, a refuge during troubling times. Those who know your name will rely on you. For you, O Eternal One, have not abandoned those who search for you. Praise him who lives on Zion's holy hill. Tell the story of his great acts among the people. For he remembers the victims of violence and avenges their blood. He does not turn a deaf ear to the cry of the needy. Be gracious to me, O Eternal One. Notice the harm I have suffered because of my enemies, you who carry me safely away from death's door, so that I may rehearse your deeds, declare your praise, and rejoice in your rescue when I take my stand in the gates of Zion. The nations have fallen into the pit they dug for others, their own feet caught, snared by the net they hid. The Eternal is well known. For he has taken action and secured justice. He has trapped the wicked through the work of their own hands. The wicked are headed for death in the grave. All the nations who forget the true God will share a similar fate. For those in need shall not always be forgotten, and the hope of the poor will never die. Eternal One, arise. Do not allow mere mortals to win the day. Judge the nations yourself. Put the fear of God in them, Eternal One. Remind the nations that they are mere men, not gods. The notes for the next psalm read as follows. As an individual lament, Psalm 39 grieves over the brevity of life. Psalm 39, a song of David. I promised... I will be careful on life's journey not to sin with my words. I will seal my lips when wicked people are around. I kept my mouth shut. I had nothing to say, not even anything good, which came to grieve me more and more. I felt my heart become hot inside me. As I thought on these things, a fire ignited and burned. Then I said, Eternal One, Let me understand my end and how brief my earthly existence is. Help me to realize my life is fleeting. You have determined the length of my days, and my life is nothing compared to you. Even the longest life is only a breath. In truth, each of us journeys through life like a shadow. We busy ourselves accomplishing nothing, piling up assets that we can never keep. We can't even know who will end up with those things. In light of all this, Lord, what am I really waiting for? You are my hope. Keep me from all the wrong I would do. Don't let the foolish laugh at me. I am quiet. I keep my mouth closed because this has come from you. Take your curse from me. I can't endure your punishment. You discipline us for our sins. Like a moth, you consume everything we treasure. It's evident we are merely a breath. Hear me, O Eternal One. Listen to my pleading and don't ignore my tears. 
because I am estranged from you, a wanderer like my father's before me. Look away from me so that I might have a chance to recover my joy and smile again before I lay this life down and am no more. So the notes for Psalm 69 reads, This Davidic lament complains to God of enemies, false witnesses, insults, abandonment by friends and family, and even poisoning. Early Christians interpreted this psalm prophetically in order to understand Jesus' experience in his suffering and death on the cross. Psalm 69, a song of David. Reach down for me, true God. Deliver me. The waters have risen to my neck. I am going down. My feet are swallowed in this murky bog. I am sinking. There is no sturdy ground. I am in the deep. The floods are crashing in. I am weary of howling. My throat is scratched dry. I still look for my God even though my eyes fail. My enemies despise me without any cause. They outnumber the hairs on my head. They torment me with their power. They have absolutely no reason to hate me. Now I am set to pay for crimes I have never committed. O true God, my foolish ways are plain before you. My mistakes, no, nothing can be hidden from you. Don't let your hopeful followers face disgrace because of me. O Lord, Eternal One, Commander of Heaven's armies, don't let your seekers be shamed on account of me, O true God of Israel. I have been mocked. When I stood up for you, I cower shame-faced. You know my brothers and sisters? They now reject me. They act as if I never existed. I am like a stranger to my own family. And here's why. I am consumed with you, completely devoted to protecting your house. When they insult you, they insult me. When I mourn and discipline my soul by fasting, they deride me. And when I put on sackcloth, they mock me. Those who sit at the gate gossip about me. I am shamed by the slurred songs of drunkards. But, Eternal One, I just prayed the time is right that you would hear me. And, true God, because you are enduring love, that you would answer. In your faithfulness, please save me. Pluck me from this murky bog. Don't let it pull me down. Pull me from this rising water. Take me away from my enemies to dry land. Don't let the flood take me under. Or let me, your servant, be swallowed up into the deep. Or let the yawning pit seal me in. O Eternal One, hear me. Answer me. For your enduring love is a good comfort. In your great mercy, turn toward me. Yes, shine your face upon me, your servant. Put an end to my anguish. Don't wait another minute. Come near. Rescue me. Set me free from my enemies. You know all my opponents. You see them. See the way they treat me, humiliating me with insults, trying to disgrace me. All this ridicule has broken my heart, killed my spirit. I searched for sympathy, and I came up empty. 
I looked for supporters, and there was no one. Even more, they gave me poison for my food and offered me only sour vinegar to drink. Let them be ambushed at the dinner table, caught in a trap when they least expect it, cloud their vision so they cannot see, make their bodies shake, their knees knock in terror, pour out your fiery wrath upon them, make a clean sweep, engulf them with your flaming fury. May their camps be bleak, with not one left in any tent, because they have persecuted the one you have struck, add insult to those whom you have wounded. Compound their sin, don't let them off the hook. Keep them from entering into your mercy. Blot out their names from your book of life, so that they will not be recorded alongside those who are upright before you. I am living in pain. I'm suffering. So save me, true God, and keep me safe in troubled times. The name of the true God will be my song, an uplifting tune of praise and thanksgiving. My praise will please the Eternal more than if I were to sacrifice an ox or the finest bull, horns, hooves, and all. Those who humbly serve will see and rejoice. All you seekers after God will revive your souls. The Eternal listens to the prayers of the poor and has regard for His people held in bondage. All God's creation join together in His praise. All heaven, all earth, all seas, all creatures of the ocean deep. The true God will save Zion and rebuild the cities of Judah so that his servants may own it and live there once again. Their children's and children's children shall have it as their inheritance, and those who love his name will live in it. Psalm 99 The Eternal is the King ruling over all. Let all people shake in fear. He sits on his throne, settled between winged guardians. Let the planet tremble. The Eternal is great in the hearts of his people. He has made Zion his sacred mountain, and he reigns majestic over all people. Let them express praise and gratitude to your amazing and awesome name, because he is holy, perfect, and exalted in his power. The king who rules with strength also treasures justice. You created order and established what is right. You have carried out justice and done what is right to the people of Jacob. Lift up the eternal our God in your hearts. Bow down to the earth where he rests his feet. He is holy, perfect, and exalted in his power. Moses and Aaron were two of his priests. Samuel was among those who called out to him. They asked the Eternal for help, and he answered them. He answered them from a column of cloud. They heeded his testimonies and lived by the laws he gave them. You answered them, Eternal our God. You were to them a God who forgives. Yet you did not ignore what they did wrong and punish them fairly as well. Lift up the Eternal, our God, in your hearts, and celebrate His goodness at His holy mountain. For the Eternal, our God, is holy, perfect, and exalted in His power.
And our final psalm for today is Psalm 129, a song for those journeying to worship. This is not the first time my enemies assaulted me. They have often attacked me since I was young. So let Israel now proclaim, This is not the first time my enemies assaulted me. They have attacked me since I was young, and yet they have not been able to overpower me. The plowers plowed over me. They plowed their furrows deep and long down my back. The Eternal is just. He severs the bindings of the wicked, so they can't hurt me anymore. May all who despise Zion hang their heads in shame. May all who despise Zion recoil and run away. Let them grow like grass upon rooftops that withers and dies in the sun long before it has time to grow. Unfit to be harvested by the worker, not worthy of the effort to carry off to the binder. Unwanted, uncared for, no passerby to greet them, no one to say, may the favor of the eternal be upon you. We bless you in his name. Powerful words that God is faithful and that he is just. Yes, he will judge all peoples. This truth is repeated across the span of his word, the Bible, right from the beginning in the book of Genesis all the way to the end in Revelation. When life just seems to be pelting us with rocks and storm after storm after storm, I often will turn to the last two chapters of the book of Revelation because the end has already been determined and proclaimed. Jesus wins. And those who are covered under the shadow of the Eternal's wings have nothing to fear. We will be right there with Him in victory. We thank you, Father, again for this time that we've been able to spend together in your Word in community. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of life to live in a time when there is such technology that would be a wonder for generations that have gone before, that you would let us come daily and feast on your word together as the body of Christ. What a gift this is. So, Father, as we do each day, we thank you for this gift and we pray over this community. We bless one another each day. We know that we are not walking this life alone and completely isolated because sometimes it just feels that way. Each day, through the power of your word and the power of this technology, we get to reach out and know that we are not actually alone and isolated. We thank you for this. Father, I ask that you would send your Holy Spirit out among us each with comfort and guidance. Lead us deeper into Jesus. Lead us into all truth. We pray and ask expectantly through Jesus our Lord. Amen. So continuing prayers requested for those who are struggling and fighting against this virus that is just really causing so much stress and confusion in the world. It is in our community. And I have several friends, close friends, who are battling against this virus and all of the effects that are a result of the battle. So 
yes, please continue to pray and also pray over me and my family just in the event that somehow or another we might have come in contact with the virus. We are believing that God is protecting us and we are obviously taking many precautions. However, we want God to be glorified more than we want to quote unquote protect our life. So when God says, or when we believe that the Lord is directing us to go and do something, then we're doing it. And we're just counting the cost, knowing that we're called to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And sometimes that means that we go into some place that feels a little bit scary, but God is with us. Now, for those who desire to connect with PsalmsCast to share their thoughts, to ask questions, to request prayer for themselves or their friends or family, or to request a Bible, our email address is psalmscast at gmail.com. You can also call or text if you're in the United States. That number is 470-240-1509. For those outside the United States, you can use WhatsApp as a way to connect. The number for WhatsApp is one 240 You can also make the connection through social media. PsalmsCast is on Facebook, Twitter, and MeWe. That's it for today. I am Denise. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow.